Welcome to another episode of the Dads on the Fly podcast, a podcast all about inspiring and encouraging dads and anglers as we wade through fishing, parenting, and faith on the fly. Welcome, everyone, to episode 39 of the Dads on the Fly podcast. I am Caleb Simmons. We'll be joined by my brother, Joshua Simmons, and a special guest here in just a few moments. But before we get into that, we just want to say thank you to everyone for all of the tremendous feedback from last week's episode, episode 38, our interview with Mr. David Coggins. If you missed it, we highly encourage you to go back and check that out. And just want to thank everybody that continues to rate and review the podcast and help us get the word out about Dads on the Fly. We got a great review from Mr. Stevie Stewie. He said, just recently came across this pod and love it. Down to Earth Brothers talking about faith, family, and fly fishing. As a new father myself, I enjoy tuning in and listening to the weekly podcast. Can't wait to get my girl out on the water one day. Cheers from Austin, Texas. Well, we really appreciate those kind words, and if you liked last week's interview, we think you're going to love this week's interview as well, as we get the chance to interview Mr. Justin Bruce with Trout 30. He's going to tell us a little bit about Trout 30's story. If you're unfamiliar with them, you can check them out at trout30.com. They're an apparel company started by some dads on the fly, and so we are really excited for you to hear this interview, so enjoy, and we will check back in with you at the end of the interview. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 39 of the Dads on the Fly podcast. I am Caleb Simmons, along with my brother, Joshua Simmons. And Joshua, we are really excited tonight to have another special guest on the pod. Tell us who's here. Man, we are just blessed tonight to have with us Mr. Justin Bruce. And Caleb, just let me tell you a little bit about how I found uh, Justin and his company that we're going to talk about here in a minute. But I was... a Playing around on, I don't even know if it was Instagram or might have been a web search or something. And I came across this, this apparel company. I was looking for some sweet clothes and I found some. And, and then I got to reading, man. And I just, I read this line of their, their about. I'm going to read this and then bring Justin in. And this is why we had to have Justin. <laughs> I'm ready. Okay, right? Yeah. Said Trout 30 is the company we're talking to tonight. Was born out of the burning desire to be out on the water as much as possible. So we already had a connection. So you're already there. Exactly. That's all you. Okay. So we were already connected. And then it said, but (laughs) this is my, but with kids, real jobs and busy lives, we've come to terms with the reality that a weekly trip to our favorite stretches of water isn't always possible. Just because we aren't knee deep in a small Georgia stream stalking a native brookie doesn't mean that, that the, that pursuit isn't far from our mind. Instead of risking divorces, the three of us got together and started a small outdoor apparel brand that creates and sells products that we actually want to wear. It is our creative outlet that keeps us close to a pastime we love. Trout 30 is for those, this is another great part, who sees every reasonable opportunity to fish, even if that means, which we have done this, rolling out of bed at 3 a.m. to drive two hours to hit the water at sunrise and beating it back in the afternoon to put the kiddos to bed. Got to make sure you get back to get the kids to bed. Yeah, man. It is for those who get out early and sometimes convince their spouses and kids to do the same. Mr. Justin, what a great bio that you have there. Welcome to Dads on the Fly, man. How you doing tonight? Hey, you doing good, man. I appreciate it. Glad to be on with you guys. Hey, man, we're so thrilled, Justin, to have you on here. And uh, 
just this is really cool to be able to talk to somebody who's created a really great apparel company. Um, I mean, you guys are doing a great job. I think this is uh, our first apparel company. Yeah, for sure. You guys are the first. Hey, like, there you go. Look at you. <laughs> it's kind of funny to hear you like refer to me as like an apparel company because in my mind, I'm just like what you read in that little bio. I'm just, I'm just uh, you know, I just, I'm waiting to wake up and go to work tomorrow. And, and I know I'm going to sit all day and think about how great it would be if I was at the bottom of a waterfall, you know? There you go, man. Well, before we get into Trout 30, how about just tell us a little bit about your, your fly fishing adventure. And we always like to kind of start with our guests just, Hey, when did you, when was your first time picking up a fly rod? You know, we made the mistake of not starting until we were, uh, oh, you were old. I was not that much older than you. <laughs> I was like, I was in my twenties, but you know, not real old, but you already had kids. Yes. I did have a kid. That so, was part of it. When'd you pick up a fly rod, man? Yeah. So, so I grew up going to Tillico river, uh, with my dad during, uh, every spring break from when I was maybe six years old up until, my my sophomore year, junior year of college, when I started dating my 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 now wife, and I just couldn't be along. I, I couldn't be away that long, and so. But it, every single uh, spring break, I was at Teleco River for a week, and um, you know, started with fishing with power bait, uh, little spin rod, bobbers, and um, then I kind of graduated to throwing rooster tails and panther martins and um, and meps, and uh, and so when I was in the seventh grade um i told my dad I, i'd like to try that that kind of fishing that you do where you get out there and you throw that line back and forth and uh so he bought me a little cabela's rod and uh when i was in the seventh grade i rolled up to Teleco river with my fly rod and uh, i kept it in the truck uh and i, and I only tried it once and um I, I can't even remember if i caught anything but i just remember feeling like i'm not too comfortable with this um, so the next year when I came, uh, when I came back, I realized that, you know, fishing with spinners was getting kind of bored to, uh, boring to me because it was just, you know, it was, I had gotten used to it. It was, I knew how to do it. I understood how to swing and how to toss it behind rocks. And, you know, I wanted a challenge. And so I, I decided not even to bring my spin rod and I just brought the fly rod. So eighth grade. And, uh, I, I can tell you where I was standing, uh, at, I could tell you the rock I was standing next to when I caught that fish and netted it myself. Uh, my dad's got a picture from the bank of me, you know, arm up, net out. I mean, it was, it was epic. And so uh, it was from then on that I, I, I mean, I, I hadn't put a fly rod down since. That's so cool, man. Uh, I love, we talk about this a lot on our podcast and since you mentioned it, we'll go ahead and dive into it. I love the fact that your dad's the one that got you into it. Um, yeah. That's super cool. Uh, we, we talk about that a lot as being dads on the fly. Um, I mean, how, how much does that mean to you? The fact that you and I, I don't know what your relationship likes with your dad now or anything, but you got that connection with your dad. Like he's the one that introduced you to this thing that now you've got this business through. And um, yeah, I mean, it's, that's really cool. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm super lucky to have a great relationship with my dad and uh, even luckier to have a dad that like, really bought into me and, and loved me and, and, you know, and, and provided these cool opportunities for me growing up, you know, spending a week with, with him every week was like, uh, I mean, it was the thing I looked forward to, you know, and I, and I think now, you know, like when I go on spring break for a week, it seems like a very quick week, you know, like I get my quick week and then it's, it's back to work. But when I was, when I was in, uh, you know, elementary, when I was in elementary school and middle school and high school, it's like that week lasted forever. Uh, and it was, it was, it was incredible. You know, the truck ride up camping, 
Um, and, and then the ride back, you know, thinking about, you know, all the, all the fish we caught. And, uh, I mean, it was just a very, very special, special experience and, and, and kind of, you know, the blessing to be able to have that for sure. We talk about that a lot, the power of story with your kids. You're making, I'm sure you got a lot of stories from those. Oh yeah. Well, I get get to share them now with my kids. When Dada fell in the river and when Dada, uh, we, we were fishing out on Hiawassee, and uh, we 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 walked out. Lucky, thank God, we were wet wading. You know, it was in the uh, warmer months, and uh, we didn't realize they were going to be generating. And uh, we looked up, and the water was at our waist. And uh, and we, and I was in high school, so I could kind of, you know, I was all right. But we had to pick our feet up and float half a mile down the river to uh, to the parking lot. And my girls love that story. I mean, they think it's a little. <laughs> that is a great story. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah, I love it. So you. Uh, Started fly fishing, young age, kind of got the got that itch and kind of just couldn't put mm-hmm. it down. And and um, did you have you always been living right there in Georgia and you know just been fishing there? And all of a sudden you decide, hey, once you, you know, kind of like we read, you got kids now and you can't can't always fish every weekend. So where did Trout Thirty come from, man? Well, um, yeah, that's a great question. So so I went on uh, when I got married. I went on like a ten year break from from fishing. Um, and I didn't even realize it. I, I just didn't even realize that I had not been fishing. Um, you know, I graduated from college, uh, got married. I, I went to college in Auburn, so there wasn't a whole lot of trout fishing to do around in Auburn. We did some bass fishing. Um, but, uh, you know, we got some, we got some family that are go tigers fans. They'll enjoy listening. Oh, that's the wrong tigers. <laughs> but it'd be all right. Kayla went to Clemson. Man. Well, uh, so, so I kind of, I kind of got away from it a little bit. Um, and, and then I, uh, there was a group of guys from our church that decided to go on a, on a, uh, on a, on a fishing trip. And it was, it was up, up to the teleco and we called it fishers of men. And it was like 12 of us that went and, uh, and I got my feet in the water for the first time in like 10 years. And I came back so refreshed that I told my wife, I said, here's the deal, honey. I, I've got to go once a month. Like I, I promise you, I'm gonna put it on the calendar. I'm gonna let you know at least three weeks out, but just count on me one Saturday a month being gone for the day. I, I got to, if you want the best out of me, I, I got to be able to go do that because it was where I was finding, you know, just absolute pure joy. Um, and so I did that for like two years. And so I'm fishing once a month for two years. Um, and then my daughter needs braces and I'm thinking to myself, you know, these braces, man, they're, they're crazy expensive. And uh, me and my buddies had had gotten into Euro nymphing. And so we, we thought we were cool, like this new like biker gang rolling around with our Euro rod. <laughs> and uh, and we, that's all, you know, we, hey, have you seen that new video on the Euro? Have you watched Lance Ingen's new video? Have you checked out, you know, what Flyfish Food's got going on with Euro nymphing? And, um, you know, our wives are like, Euro what? Euro nymphing? What's all this? What, what's, what, are you, what are you Googling? You know, and I'm like, it's honey. It's, it's a style of fishing. So we're, we're walking around with our big 10 foot, you know, six inch three weight Euro rods. And, um, and I'm thinking, you know, we need to, we need to come up with like a legit like logo for this group. Like, let's, let's just like make this like an official club, you know? And so I toy around with that for a little bit. And then, uh, then, then, like I said, my daughter's got to have braces and I'm like, gosh, almighty, man, I gotta, I gotta do something to help, you know, pay for these braces. And so I was over at my at Caleb's house, one of our, one of my partners, and I, I told him, I said, Caleb, I got this idea. And the first idea, I had seen this ad for the movie Zero Dark Thirty. And I was like, God, I love that movie, Zero Dark Thirty. I was like, you know, we're always like waking up super early to go fishing. And so originally in my mind, my original sketches were Z, was, was Zero Trout Thirty instead of Zero Dark Thirty. And 
I had a buddy named Matt who was a marketing guy. And he said, you know, that's really cool, but I would probably re rethink this whole zero trout 30 idea because, you know, zero trout, it's kind of like you're not catching anything. I was like, that's a great point. So, uh, <laughs> so I started thinking about beer 30. I started thinking about, you know, whatever 30. And I was like, what if we just went trout 30? Uh, because we had, um, the way Trout 30 came about, the name is, um, you know, we would, like, like it says in the bio there, when we got to go, we were waking up at 4.30, 5 o'clock, meeting at Walmart, meeting at the local school and parking, the, you know, parking our trucks and hopping in and someone's car and taking off. And so we just started saying the night before, hey, what time y'all want to leave? And someone would say, well, uh, you know, let's, let's head out about Trout 30. Let's, you know, let's get out super early. And uh, so we started saying Trout 30, Trout 30 is kind of a joke and, uh, so then I was over at Caleb's house thinking about these braces and I said, I said, Caleb, I got this idea, uh, that I think we might could get some people behind. I said, you know how we always wake up at like four o'clock in the morning and we say, we're going to meet at trout 30. Uh, I said, I bet there's a whole lot of people out there that are just like us that, you know, they work full-time jobs. They got kids, their, their husbands are trying to be good at everything that they're involved in, but they really just want to fish. And when they finally get a chance to fish, they get up at four o'clock, just like us, and they head to the water and they stay till sunset. And um, and I said, what if we what if we got a logo and put it on with some branding behind Trout Thirty, and, and see if it see if it takes off, just see what happens. And so we got with um, I drew some stuff. I, I tried to get on some online, uh, you know, graphic artists, which was which was a, a mess. It was terrible. I wasted tons of money. Um, I tried to, I, I spent at least 30 hours on uh, Adobe photo, uh, Photoshop tutorials trying to figure out, I learned how to draw a circle. Uh, I learned how to, <laughs> I learned how to make a fishing rod, you know, which was really just a semi a circle that had a top cut out. And I put these little bottles, bottom circles on the bottom to make it look like a reel. And that was, I realized this ain't going to work, man. This ain't going to work. So as we introduced us to our other partner, Seth, who, uh, drew us up a logo and uh, we uh, found a company to put uh, put put some patches on a hat, and uh, we got them in. We got twelve of them, and uh, I went to a boss coaching basketball at the time, and so I posted them on Instagram, and I said, "Hey, I you know love for you guys to check out our new hats. You know, if you want one, holler at me." And uh, I went to coach my basketball game, and when I got back from the game, I had I, I had completely sold out, and um, I was like, "Oh my god, you know I can't." Like that was like two hours. That was, I mean, that's crazy. And so we bought 12 more and put, put those on, those sold out. And so at that point we realized, well, we might have something here. We might have like an idea that people can get behind, you know, this idea of Trout 30. So that, that's, that's where it came from. I was trying to figure out how to pay for braces. And, uh, and, and, and so we started Trout 30. That is, the mo- that is the most dad thing ever too, man. I love that. That is amazing. That is so great. I'm just thinking Foster has an appointment. I was going to get- say he's got an orthodontist appointment well, coming up. Well, he's got one of those, uh, appointments where they tell you what the damage is going to yeah. be. Like, oh, yeah. And so that's when I had that appointment. Wow. And that's when we started talking about this idea that I have that I, you know, yeah, that's probably when Laura's going to be like, when's this podcast going to start making any money? So you said a couple of things there. I want to go back on. First of all, uh, I've also coached basketball for 14 years. So kudos right to that, my man. Um, whenever you're doing that. Yeah. I teach middle school. So I've been in that world Ooh. for a while. Uh, these logos are sweet, and Heck yeah, the Trout Thirty. Now that I even know more about the idea behind it, makes me want to like get one even more. You know what yeah, I mean? Like makes yeah. me want to get 
because what you're saying is so true. And I think there's so many of us out there that do meet at Trout 30. And some days Trout 30 is 4 a.m. And some days Trout 30 is 7 p.m. Yeah, kids soccer game. Yeah, 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. And you get one hour like for us because we got, you know, so much water so close. We, we've gotten me and Caleb have talked about how it's been important for us to start doing these short trips, even when we get yeah. a little time. And, uh, and I like that. I'm, I'm going to steal that, man. Like Trout 30, that, that, that's a beautiful thing, man. And, and you've been real blessed. And this website's sweet now, man. So you got hats and tell us what else you got going on. I know you got some, some apparel. Mm-hmm. And- yeah. So, so I started, you know, I kind of got going on Instagram, uh, time flies and, um, I, I was, my name was just Justin Bruce flies and uh, I had started kind of learning how to take macro photos and that kind of stuff. And so I kind of d- built a little bit of a following a couple thousand just with the, with my fly tying. And so when we decided to kind of brand trout 30, you know, we had to make this decision of, you know, are, are we going to start a whole new Instagram account from, from the crown zero, which I was not very interested in because I had worked my freaking tail off, you know, trying to get what I had. And so we kind of just decided to kind of piggyback off what we'd already created. And we just, we just kind of just, I made a post about how we're going to, you know, kind of take on some more things and we're, we're going to be called trout 30 instead of Justin Bruce flies. And so, you know, I, I still offered the flies on the, on the site. Um, but we, we, we started doing hats and, um, t-shirts. And then we, then we, uh, we got some long sleeve UV shirts because my family's all redheads. And so we got to keep the sun off our skin. And so, <laughs> the best thing I could have ever done was make a long sleeve UV shirt. I mean, we take, we wear it to the beach, to the lake. I mean, we wear it outside playing, uh, you know, any, anytime I can spend less time putting sunscreen on a bunch of redheads is a, is a great, great day. <laughs> they wear it to the pool, you know, and I'm, and, which has been cool because people want to always say, well, Hey, where'd you get that shirt? And I'm like, well, let me tell you, you know, uh, so <laughs> we got awesome. shirts, we got, um, uh, hats, uh, I've got a couple of flies on there. I'll, I had to back off the flies because I was just so busy. I couldn't keep up with the orders and, yeah. you know, I didn't want to tie at like 1231 in the morning. Um, and it kind of started to, you hear this all the time. It started to kind of take my creative love away. You know, when I'm just sitting down banging out like 72 patterns of the yeah. same flies, it's not so much fun as sitting down experimenting with a new material or some more colors. And so I didn't really like, it didn't work for me to like, production style tie i didn't really i didn't really now some people do it and they're awesome at it it just wasn't it's, it's not for me so um and then we got some stickers uh we got we we uh, in the winter time we did we did a hoodie um and we got a couple of things coming out uh, in our mind that that are that i hope will be dropping soon and throughout the year uh just trying to keep things fun and interesting and and how long have you guys been doing so this we are just now uh, we just finished up our second year in, in December. That's awesome, man. That's really so cool. we, uh, we just, did a, we, we actually launched our very, when we first launched, it was, it was right in, it was like right in November, uh, of, uh, two years ago. And then, so this time, right in, right in the middle of the pandemic. Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what did you do in the pandemic? Well, I started a company, you know, it was, i love it my man what was that like for you this is going kind of off topic from fishing and everything but how was it starting a company in the midst of a pandemic i mean i guess we started a podcast in a pandemic but it just takes two of us to kind of make stuff happen so man that's that's a great question you know because you know i'm a i'm a teacher so uh i'm 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 a a teacher uh, at a high school here in georgia and um and, and and we're all just we all just have normal jobs i mean you know seth seth is a is a is probably like the most 
you know, he runs his own business with his graphic art stuff. But other, you know, I didn't know anything about business other than you know you need to sell it for more than what you bought it for. You know, yeah. yeah. What you knew though is that as a teacher, you have to have at least one, maybe two side hustles. So that's what, (laughs) as a teacher, I I can, I can, I'm with you on that one. Yeah. Gotta, gotta have a side hustle. I've I've always done some, I I built furniture, uh, before when my wife stayed home with my daughters, I had to, I had to supplement the income. So I started building tables and beds and I've always kind of had this like entrepreneurial kind of spirit in me, but I just, I never have really known how to do anything. And so when Seth messaged me and said, Hey, we're official, you know, we got our paperwork. And I was like, wait, you mean like, like we're officially a company, like legit? (laughs) It was it was such a surreal thing to think about that I was now a legit like on the government's radar business, <laughs> like paying taxes, you know, all this. I mean, it was it was it was crazy to think about because I, I you know, I I cut grass before and I, you know, I I've, I've had some side jobs and I worked in a couple rock yards and you know, just just kind of like tried to blue collar make some extra Christmas money. Uh, and then when he called and said, "Hey, we're officially a business," you know. I, it, it was it was crazy. It was crazy That's to think wild. about. What was yeah. that like well, doing that in the midst of a flipping pandemic? Well, it, it was it, it was great because we were e-commerce. You know, everybody was online. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like nobody was able to go anywhere. They couldn't shop. All they did was just sit on their phones and computers all day long. And so it was like, hey, this is actually a great time to start an e-commerce business when everyone's like locked down on their computers. And you guys are all right there in Georgia. Yeah, we all live, you know, within five miles of each other. So that's really cool. So when, you know, when, that's awesome. We always love, we've talked to, we've got some other uh, small businesses that we've, you know, kind of had on before. And we always like to talk about that and how important that is, supporting those small businesses, especially ones that are local and, you know, right here in the USA, man, that's awesome. And, and uh, you know, your stuff, I was just reading about your UV shirts and the quality you speak to, the moisture wicking, the performance, and how well they perform in the sun. I'm sure you can speak to all that for guys who fish like we do. And I'm sure you fished in them and you guys have tested them true. Yeah, right? for sure. You know, I love, I also love, you know, the bamboo stuff that Freefly does. Um, the thing I like about these, these type of like UV shirts is they, um, they, they, they dry. So they dry so quick. I mean, the bamboo does, the bamboo stuff does too. Um, this stuff, this kind of material is, you know, it, it's so, it's so quick to dry. Um, that I, I mean, I wear it, I mean, obviously fishing, uh, but anytime I go to the pool, I'm going to the beach in a couple of weeks, I'll have one on every day. Um, I just, you know, with my dad bought, I'm not trying to like show the world what I got going on. So you know, yeah. keep it covered. Uh, I tell everybody it's for dermatological reasons, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, it really, it, it this, the, in, in all seriousness, you know, sun exposure is, is something I got to really think about, you know, uh, in regards if I'm going to be on the water all day or if I'm going to be at the beach all day, um, you know, I can't I can't afford to like be getting burnt and like having that kind of sun exposure. So, you know, I love wearing the buffs and these long sleeve UV shirts and, you know, the wide brim hat and, and, and don't have to worry about it too much. That's awesome, man. Well, dude, we, we love your company. This is it's really cool. You got any other questions, Joshua, about Trout 30 or anything? And then we're going to take a short break. And then we're going to come back and talk just a little bit more about being a dad, fishing with kids, and doing some more stuff like that, because we love to talk about that. You got anything else about Yeah, I mean, Justin, anything else? I want to make sure everybody knows. I mean, we'll say this at the end, too, but, you know, Trout30.com, you can get all your stuff there, correct? Yeah, yeah, right there on the website. So Trout30.com, it's a sleek-looking website, man. Whoever built your website did a great job. Um, You can contact the guys there. You can see all of the stuff they've got they got a sale page with with some stuff on it 
Uh, they got all their hats, all their shirts, really cool stuff. Looks like high quality stuff for sure. Love the the trout, the hats with the patches, man. Those look, those look really solid. Just let everybody know where to find them. That they're in a trout thirty on Instagram. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. trout thirty. And we try to, you know, I'm pretty I'm pretty active on Instagram. Uh, yeah, so so you know, I always tell people if you have any questions or or if anything, you know, if you ever think that we can help you with something, shoot me a message, and uh, there's no doubt I'll see it within the day and and, and get back with you. Um, you know, I love, I love being a part of it. One thing I love about fly fishing is the community. I love being a part of this community. Um, I've had so many people, I mean to tell you, so many people, you know, help me when I first got started. So it's kind of like one of those, you know, I decided to try to pay it forward as much as possible. Um, you know, and I'm not trying to, we, I, I'm not of the, of the mindset of, you know, I try to keep any secrets or try to like keep all our, you know, you know, sources like under wraps. Like if you want to know where we get our hats, let us, let me know. I mean, shoot me a message. I'll tell you where we get them. You know, if you want to know how to build a website, shoot me a message. I'll tell you how we did it. I mean, it's just, uh, you know, it's, it was such an awesome experience for me that it doesn't make sense for me to kind of like keep a cap on it. So if, if you, any of the listeners have questions about how we've done stuff or, you know, maybe someone's thinking about starting a small business of their own, I'd love to share what we've learned and uh, you know, some of the things we figured out along the way. That's awesome, man. That's just what makes the fly fishing community so cool. We've had the opportunity really just, we've been on this podcast now since July, so we've not even reached our full year yet. And just meeting the people in the industry, we, we've done some things we never thought we would do and talk to some people we've never thought we would talk to. And, you know, now sitting here talking to a small business owner who's created a, a very productive and awesome small business and growing small business. And, uh, you know, just a kind of guy like us and what we try to tell people all the time you know just doing things the right way which obviously sounds like you guys have done and you can tell through your product and through um just talking to you that you've done things the right way and just being that person who's willing to pay it forward i know people have helped us in the podcast world and and people have kind of talked to us about how to just we've said we're going to stay true to ourselves it's just me and caleb and we sometimes we have guests sometimes we just sit around and talk about how many fish we missed this weekend with our kids uh but, but uh that's kind of who we are and i can tell that you're a guy who kind of stays true to who you are trout 30 guys check it out we're gonna take a short break and come back and talk with justin about uh some of his fishing adventures maybe with with his with his children so that'll be a fun time sounds good we will be right back This episode of Dads on the Fly is brought to you by Fisher's Flies. We were so thrilled to have Mr. Howie Fisher, or as some of you may know him, Howard the Duck 23 on Instagram, on a recent episode. Howie has done a great job teaching and showing many people how to tie some amazing flies. Check out the flies that he ties on his Instagram at HowardTheDuck23. And you can find his website there to purchase flies from him as well. All right, let's dive back into today's episode. And we are back with Mr. Justin Bruce of Trout 30. Trout 30, awesome company. Uh, We've been talking about it. You can check them out at trout30.com. And uh, Justin, we've been talking a little bit about your awesome products you guys are producing and uh, a lot of your awesome apparel. It's so great. And I love the story behind how your company got started. It reminds us a lot of about how we started this podcast and everything. And but we want to dive a little bit more into kind of your story. Uh, you are a, you're a dad. You've got you've got how many kids? Two, two daughters. Two daughters. And they're how old? Nine and six. So uh we talk a lot about this about trying to get our kids out side and getting them on the water, especially. And you were just telling us a few minutes ago a little bit about you had this idea to try to get your 
get your kids out on the water. Cause like you said, you got like eight more yeah. summers with them. So tell us a little bit more about that. What's that been like for you? Well, you know, I, I had this, uh, when I realized I had like eight summers left with my kids, I, I really started going to panic mode and uh, I started to think about, you know, when they're 20 years old, what do I want to look back and say, I was so glad we, we, we were able to do this. Um, and I, I'm not going to be able to hit all of it, uh, you know, but, but I want to be able to, to know that I, and I went down with a fight, you know, trying to get as many things as possible. Um, and one of those was being able to fish uh, with my girls on, on the water. Like I want to, I want them to get on the water. I want them to, to float down the river with me. I want them to be able to catch fish from a boat. And so, uh, my brother-in-law and I had been, you know, kind of moaning and groaning about how we'd love to have a boat, uh, but we just weren't in a position to buy one. And so uh, we hopped online and found some plans and went and bought some wood and so and, and built and built one. <laughs> <laughs> That's and, uh, we uh, it's 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 ninety five percent. It's floatable at the moment. Uh, it's just not painted, so it's nice. sitting under my in-laws' porch with a tarp over it, waiting for him to qu- get done coaching track so we can get back on it. Um, and, uh, and, and it's just, it's things like that. It's, it's, you know, like, like I said a minute ago, I, I realized if you don't have the toys, you, you can't play, uh, you can want to play, but if you ain't got the toys, you ain't going to play. And so, uh, I couldn't buy the toy. So I, so I built the toy. Um, like it. I kind of went on a little, I made a little bit of a sacrifice and bought some paddle boards a few summers ago. Um, and we're lucky enough here in Rome to have a, have a really great river system. And so it's, it's, uh, they've really done a great job of cleaning up the rivers here. And so one of the things we love doing in the summer is putting in with our paddle boards and it's about a four hour float down to, uh, down to downtown. Uh, and so the girls have loved doing that. Uh, and so we've started kind of bringing a ride every now and then and let them toss a line and trying to catch some little, some little white bass, some little spotted bass. Um, but just trying to make those experiences, you know, happen for them is, uh, is, is kind of my goal there. Okay. Um, without burning spots, I was just a little curious about the river system. You know, can you just throw out a, maybe a river name or something? Oh yeah. We've got the Etowa and the Usanala, uh, and, and the Kusa. Uh, all trout water. Or you do a little bit of a lot bass, of striper and bass, yeah, and, bass and stripe. I've never been, I haven't been stripe fishing yet, but, um, it's kind of on the to-do list. Um, we always kind of draw, you know, we, we go to Blue Ridge, uh, to do a lot of our trout fishing or up in Tennessee, North Carolina. Um, but, uh, you know, I just forget, and we don't realize how, how great our waters are here, right here in Rome to, to catch little river bass. Um, so that's going to be something that we try to get onto pretty soon. That's awesome, man. We've been talking about that a lot lately of how we're fortunate. We live here in Western North Carolina, our area, like kind of a, we feel like it's like trout yeah. Mecca. We just love it here. We're 45 minutes in about every direction to pristine trout water. But I mean, sometimes we forget literally a stone's throw from our house is, is an awesome yeah. river system. Uh, the pigeon river that's, that's got all kinds of stuff in it. So we're excited about getting our kids. I mean, we were able to get our kids out or your oldest son out recently. Yeah. uh, Excited to get our kids out a little bit more on some of those local waters. Caleb's kids are a little younger that we're still kind of getting them out there. And, um, my daughter's seven, so I've got one about the same age as you. So I'm sure we could tell all kinds of stories about that. Well, I feel one thing that's that's really helped my girls, and uh, and listen, I, it it catches a bad rap for some reason. And you probably gonna know what you probably know what I'm gonna say when I say this: ten car rods. I mean, pe- people get so bent out of shape over ten car rods, uh, and and you know, and, and to each his own. But I, I'll say this: ten car rods have allowed my daughters to hop out on the water. And with minimal effort, throw a fly line. 
that's great. I mean, that's how you got. That's yeah. how he got his oldest son, who's ten that's now. Foster started he ten or eleven. Ten. He's ten. Yeah. That's how he started. Yeah. I, had, I had a ten car rod when I when I started fly fishing. And, you know, we've not really had the ten car discussion on yeah, this we podcast talked a lot yet. About it. So you know, maybe we'll just. <laughs> but uh, when I started fly fishing, I had a guy who gave me a ten car rod. He was like, "Go try this," and um, you know, I was real successful with it for a while. Um, I don't I don't use it much anymore, but but I do use it like. I can remember we took we took that thing to ponds all the yeah, time. He would catch really little. Good. Oh my gosh! So so we we have a little pond uh, right here. So we we live we live on the school that we we, we live on campus uh, the school that we uh, work at, and so the school has a has an awesome pond right out front. So I'm a hundred yards from a from a sweet little pond, and um, you know sweet. my youngest daughter she wants to go out there all the time and catch those little brim. Uh, we went out there the other day and caught a caught a largemouth, and she she thought she caught a dolphin. I mean, it was it was <laughs> unbelievable, and um, and so that's been really great for her. And the ten car rod has just been awesome. She goes out and she you know she throws it back and forth, and it lands, and the bram eat it, and she hauls them up, and it's just it's it's yeah. it's a great way to get them started. And now Foster's starting to cast a yeah. bit with a traditional fly rod, and, and it's it's kind of been cool to see how it evolves, and so. Uh, just speak, man, to a little bit about, you know, we've talked about this with other guests, just how much that means to you as a dad, just being kind of out in the elements, whether it's the front yard pond or, uh, you know, a trip for the day or the weekend or what with your girls and just, you know, the, the memories you're making with them and how important that is. Yeah. So I, I've got this philosophy that I kind of try to live my life by and I try to teach by this. I try to be a husband by this. I try to be a dad by this. And it's, it's three things. It's uh, I, I want the people I interact with to feel safe. I want the people I interact with to know that what they have to say is important. And, and, and I want them to know that I think they're awesome. And so I try to create that atmosphere with anything I do with my girls and being out on the water and being outside helps play into that. Uh, because I can, I can, I can show them how awesome they are in my mind. You know, I can talk to them and I can ask them questions to try to help them realize that what they have to say is very important and worth listening to. Um, and of course, you know, being there and always making sure, you know, we're looking out for snakes and not falling in the water, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping they see me as someone that they can trust, um, uh, and, and enjoy being, being with. So, you know, just, you know, thinking back about, you know, what my relationship was with my dad and, and the special times that I had. And now, you know, that's come kind of full circle and that I'm, I'm in a position now to play that role. You know, I almost, I almost feel like honored and I, you know, that I, that I've got the obligation to, to kind of continue that um, that role, uh, to the point where when they're, when they're parents that they can look back and, and, and try to mimic maybe some of the great times that, that they have with me. I don't think people understand. Well, some people do how important one of those things are. You said with a nine and a six, is that what you said? Year old girl. And him making sure everything they say isn't because I can tell you if they're not six year old girls or anything like my seven year old girl, there's a lot being said in that household all the time, my man. And uh, you know to to show them that you know that that's important and how that's that's really cool way to look at it. I, I appreciate that. So yeah, much. you know it's all about you know it's conversations. You know, like you just don't you don't realize how many conversations you can have until you get out there and you're on a paddleboard in the middle of a pond. You know, like that's conversation central. We talk about that a lot <clears throat> that really, you know, with the fly fishing community and now a lot with our kids as well, fishing's just kind of become the catalyst for all this yeah. other stuff. Don't get me wrong. 
we love yeah. catching fish. It has been awesome. Josh and I talked about this recently. Like it's been a catalyst for our relationship. It's been a catalyst for our relationship with our kids. I mean, my wife's getting yeah. into it now. It's been amazing. So, I mean, we're going, we're going to your neck of the woods. We're going to Blue Ridge, Georgia for our yeah. anniversary to go, to go uh, fly fishing yeah. for a couple of days and do some fun stuff there in Blue Ridge. It, it's just cool to think about the fact that the outdoors fishing it's not so much about like what you do as it is who you're with. Yeah. Well, you know, I'll say that the idea of Trout 30 started, we you know, with the, with, with the, you know, the play on the idea that we wake up super early. But what I, what I, what, what I hope and what we hope to create with Trout 30 is really a bigger, a bigger kind of image of like what you're talking about, getting your kids involved, getting your, getting your family involved, um, and, uh, creating these experiences, um, that that's also what trout 30 well that's, that's what i want trout 30 to be kind of known and seen as you know I, you know not just the time you wake up but what you do with that time you know my, my my partner caleb uh he said one time and it's it's very similar to what you just said he goes you know justin you know you know my the the my the fav- my favorite thing about fly fishing is not catching the fish it's the two-hour drive with your with your best friends up it's it's standing in the water and looking at your buddy down the down the way netting the fish and giving you the thumbs up you know it's 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 sharing sharing about what's going on in, in your lives on the way home uh it's that it's that kind of stuff you know remember, watching your kids flip rocks and look for stone flies on the yeah, bottom of it i mean it's remembering awesome. all the times that Caleb fell in the water. All I the cast in the tree, or whichever, which, or, or more like I went for that fly because the last one I had in the tree. And yeah, that's usually the stories that we. That's a great way to look at it, man. And that's awesome. That just to me, that's just a testament, that, testament of why you guys are have built a successful company because you're you're staying true to, hey, this is what we're about, um, and that you know has obviously blessed you well, and uh, the the sky's the limit. So what's what's the future, man? For for you guys, I know you're putting out some some new stuff. You said this summer, but just keep keep rolling and keep producing more and more stuff. Yeah, trying to you know trying to you know to, to be honest with you, running a, running this this small business is um, so you kind of had a you, you kind of have to look in the mirror a little bit, and you have to ask yourself, or I feel like we need to ask ourselves, like what are what are we trying to be? Are we trying to be the next Howler Brothers? You know, are we are we trying to be the next? You know. And then you ask yourself, do you, do, do you really, are you in a position to even be that, you know, and you kind of have this identity crisis a little bit. Um, and so, you know, that's, that's part of the big conversation that we're kind of having for our, you know, future, um, you know, kind of moves. Uh, obviously we want to, we want to keep sharing our passion and keep sharing the word of what Trout 30 is. And we want as many people to jump on board. Um, it's just, we're, you know, we're trying as a company to figure out how does that look realistically when this is really all of our, you know, side hustle, you know, it's, at this point, it's still just like a side We're hustle. We're not even making a lot of financial gain on this podcast yet, if any. <laughs> so, uh, <None>. but so, <laughs> but like we've had, we've had to have some of those same conversations of what are we doing with this thing? And in, and in some way, I mean, it started as, I mean, we've talked about this before. The story it literally started as a text message thread one night of like, dude, we, we just need to start recording our stories and talking to some people because, the trout first of all the trout the fly fishing community is awesome and second like you know we'll have fun we have fun sitting around telling our stories all the time and maybe a couple of people listen to it and it and it's grown and it's been cool and 
we've had opportunities to meet and talk to some amazing people like yourself and so many others in the community. And, uh, but I think it's important that you do that. You know, you got to kind of look that you talked about like having an identity yeah. crisis, like just kind of like evaluating, like, what, what are we yeah. doing this for? Cause we're the same way. Like we're not expecting to ever be any official, like, voice into the fly fishing community yeah. but you've listened means. to any of our episodes that's pretty yeah clear. you'll get that real <laughs> quick that that's not us like we're definitely not pros and i don't even know if we want to be pros sure. like we're kind of here for the weekend warrior guys yeah well you know the, the other interesting thing for me is uh you know someone asked me the other day is this do you want do you want this to be your career and i said i i don't know i mean then, then i gotta ask myself is this what i'm put on earth to do is to put put hats and shirts in boxes and put them in the mail. I mean, is that what I'm meant to be? I mean, I'd love to supplement my kids college with this, you know, I'd love to help pay for braces. Uh, but I do feel like, you know, my purpose in the world is not to put, uh, put hats in a box and ship them, you know, that's, you know, I don't know. No, that's wise, man. I think that's, I think that's smart and good things to be thinking about. I think that could be our, uh, no tip of the week for for the dads out there if we want to go that route. For well, I, had, I, you got to, to go I got something okay, to go okay, with okay, what go he ahead. talked about a little while ago. I want to go bring ahead. back. We, we do try to do this, Justin, every episode. We try to talk about a dad tip of the week. And uh, you talked about something a little while ago when you were talking about how you build a boat to take your kids fishing. Yeah. And uh, you, you said you started thinking about the fact that you've only got like, you know, eight more, eight or nine more summers left with your oldest, oldest daughter. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so, so I'm a, I'm a pastor and I work a lot with, uh, with parents and with, uh, with kids. And, um, we, we talked to our parents a lot about this. We, uh, we actually, we're part of an organization, um, some, some like of our kids and student curriculum that we use as our church, uh, companies called orange. And they have this thing called parent Q where they, uh, they help you. It's like an app that you put your kid's birthday in. Uh-huh. And it literally counts down how many weeks you have left with your kid before they graduate from high school. Terrible. And uh, <laughs> the reason we do that is because we like to say when you when you tend to count down the time, you tend to make the time count a little yeah, bit more. I could agree, hundred percent. And uh, I think that's important to think about. Like when you when you realize that your kids are yours for a very finite amount of time. Like you have you have a very limited amount of time to try to influence them i mean i know like it's hard to tell like a parent of a one and two year old this like the time goes by fast because for them like ain't nothing going by fast <laughs> but, but when you really think about it i mean you've got a very limited amount of time to to try to influence your kids in a positive way and when you tend yeah. to when you count that time down you tend to make it count a little bit more yeah i could agree i mean like i said i went into sheer panic mode when i had the realization that I mean, my, I've got like, yeah, like eight years left and, uh, and, and I've already had eight, you know, I'm halfway there. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, so I, I couldn't, I couldn't agree more with that statement. Um, you know, and, and I've got, you know, and I've had to realize too, that I, I'm not going to get it right all the time either. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to have some major hiccups and I'm going to blow it and I'm going to, you know, choose to do something other than what I probably should do with my kids. Uh, but you know, I, I think if you if you get it right like thirty percent of the time, you're gonna you're gonna be <laughs> you're gonna be in a good spot with your kids. I think that's awesome, Justin. Well, we want to thank you, man, for taking this time to be with us and to be on an episode of Dads on the Fly. Uh, we got a cool announcement for our listeners. Um, throw this out there. I think it's we'll wrap this up. And uh, Justin's doing us a big a big shout out here. And for our listeners, he is offering 
tell us about it, Justin, so I don't quote yeah, it wrong. Yeah, so if you go to the website and uh, happen to see something you like and pick it up, when you get to the checkout, it'll give you an option to do a discount code. If you'll type in FLYDADS, F-L-Y-D-A-D-S, all one word, it'll give you 15% off anything you got in the cart. There you go, folks. Thanks for doing that for us, man. 15% That's awesome. off for the for the Dads on the Fly listeners. Just type in FLYDADS. And there's no doubt about it. If you check out Trout 30, you will find something you like. I can guarantee you. And if you don't find something you like, just buy something and send it to me. Because <laughs> 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 like, there's plenty of stuff I like on there for sure. Um, so big thanks to Justin, man. Great, great stuff you guys are putting out. Love the small business and just the down-to-earth atmosphere. Like I said, when I read that bio and I thought about one of our trips to North Georgia, waking up at 3 a.m., and getting back before bedtime. Uh, just wanted to have Justin on talk about his company. And uh, man, we wish you the best. We hope things just keep soaring for you and you get all the braces paid for <laughs> and all the boats and whatever else you, you might need to, to get out there and get on the water. And uh, we'd love to, anytime you're up in West North Carolina, man, you just, you holler at us. And we, yeah, we absolutely. I will. So, sounds great, man. Well, Mr. Justin Bruce with Trout 30. Thanks for being on the podcast, man. We really appreciate you. You got it, man. I appreciate it. That was fun. Absolutely. Thanks, man. Well, what an awesome conversation with Mr. Justin Bruce from Trout 30. Make sure to check them out at trout30.com. And when you check out, use that discount code FLYDADS. After you hear this episode, they'll give you a discount on anything in your cart. Well, again, thanks for listening to today's podcast. Make sure to stay connected with us on all of our socials. We've got some great things coming up. You can find us on Facebook at Dads on the Fly or on Instagram at Dads on the Fly. And make sure to check out the new website, dadsonthefly.com. It's a great place to go find old episodes and stay connected with us. You can send us a message through that as well. Well, we look forward to next week's episode. Going to be a little episode of Joshua and myself talking about some of our recent adventures and getting our kids a little bit more connected into taking care of these waters that we care so much about. So you're not going to want to miss that. And then we've got some more great interviews in the works for future episodes. So continue to follow along. And if you haven't yet, please leave us a rating or review. Again, those really help get the word out there about this podcast. So we will see you next time. And until then, tight lines. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dads on the Fly. We hope this episode has inspired and encouraged you as a parent or an angler as we wade through the fishing and parenting life on the fly. Please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Dads on the Fly and shoot us a message as we always love to hear from you. If you are interested in needing Dads on the Fly merchandise, you can find it there as well. Send us a message and we'd be happy to supply you with stickers or t-shirts. If you found this podcast helpful or entertaining, please leave a review on Apple Podcast. Until next time, tight lines.